0: Listener production. This is Global Truths with Dr Keith Souter. This is the podcast that deals with international relations and, well, any really situation that is of interest that is somewhere in the world happening right now, we pinpoint it and then we break it down for you and explain why it's significant, the major players in it, and some of the background as well, and there's no one better place to do that then this man, Dr. Keith Souter. You have been a commentator on international relations and international politics for decades. Indeed, in Australian media, particularly very visible on many, many stages. Uh, And we've worked together, my name's Kate Mack, for a couple of years as well. You've got a couple of PhDs on international relations. You're just the man. When it comes to these sorts of topics, you are the man. There's nothing we can throw at you that you don't know something about. So let's delve into this one for the week. It is well, really, it's about conspiracy theories. Now, they've always existed, and there's always a pocket of society that really subscribes to conspiracy theories and finds them very interesting. You know, JFK huge conspiracy theory, mm. aliens, aliens, huge conspiracy theories around that. Um, you know, anti-vaxxers, vaccinations, huge conspiracies, and then of course, Trump has fanned. You know, we're just we're just leaving an era of Trump. But there's still a lot there, and and he fanned the flames mm. of conspiracy theories um as an american president for years yeah. and years as well and before that and the latest conspiracy theory well this is what it's about and we're going to break this down for you today keith
1: right yeah so this is called the great reset conspiracy so you know months ago we were warning people about qanon so the latest
0: oh and do you know just quickly refresh people's mind about that because that's quite a significant one it's still around
1: still around qanon is still around we don't know who qanon is but it certainly the people who support trump subscribe to there being some sort of deep state plot to get rid of Trump and so um, it, this, this Q. so quite often at, at Trump rallies you'll see people holding up signs with Q etc because Q is in the Q allegedly is the highest level of security clearance in the US government so this is from someone deep within the deep state who has been trying to warn people that their man Donald Trump was under threat. So the QAnon conspiracy relates to this attempt to get rid of Donald Trump. And, of course, as far as they're concerned, that has happened with these fake election results and the removal of Trump in January. So this, this is a conspiracy that will continue to roll on.
0: And how do they communicate? How's this QAnon Oh, It's all done
1: through uh, IT, information technologies, all on the net.
0: It's on a website.
1: And it's a website. It's hidden messages. and uh, People uh, can read into all sorts of texts to derive information about things. Now, the latest concern with that variation of the uh, Q campaign is the Great Reset Conspiracy, which brings together a number of different strands. So the Great Reset Conspiracy revolves around a theme picked up by the World Economic Forum saying that the COVID uh, epidemic is creating an opportunity for a Great Reset and it's forcing it upon us. Now, for those people who are suspicious about what the COVID epidemic has all been about and whether it's a conspiracy of rich people to make us all poorer, that sort of fits into that overall narrative of being suspicious about it. So the Great Reset argument, appropriate argument, begins with the World Economic Forum. So WEF is about 50 Years old, Klaus Schwab, uh, who's a, an academic in Switzerland, founded it and still leads it. But it's interesting that when you go to some social media outlets, he's seen as a character like Blofeld from the James Bond films, a bald headed villain holding a white cat who directs the international criminals, criminal organization Spectre and aspires to world dominance. So that, that's the popular. Uh, misconception, if you like, of this um, economist. So Klaus Schwab created the World Economic Forum um, basically as a, a clearinghouse of information between academics and the business community. So it's been ticking over for 50 years. They're particularly well-known for their annual meetings that take place at the other end of Switzerland. So it's based in Geneva. But at the other end of Switzerland, you have Davos, which is a luxury ski resort. And that's where the great and the good meet each year. Uh, You get film stars as well coming along. And, of course, for people who are suspicious about talk of a new world order, about uh, plan-demic, as the the movie is called, those who are suspicious see this Davos meeting as the gathering together of the people who actually run the world, not elected representatives, but the people in finance and uh, some politicians and film stars. So the World Economic Forum under Klaus Schwab has talked about there having to be a a, a global reset. So he talks about a number of things coming together. One is what he talks about as stakeholder capitalism. At the moment, we're used to shareholder capitalism. So shareholder capitalism is when you report ultimately back to your shareholders. You're here to make a profit for them. Stakeholder capitalism is a much broader, vaguer conception. Who would be a stakeholder? Employees, the general public, customers, et cetera. But that's one of the things that he's campaigned on now for several decades. A second development has been what he calls um, the fourth industrial revolution. So we've gone through a number of revolutions with steam engines, railways, et cetera. We're now moving into a new era of information technology whereby we are blending information technology with biology and with the human body. So we're moving to an era of transhumanism. So make the most of your body, Kate. It's going to be a collector's item. In a few decades' time, humans won't look like you.
0: Why not? They'll be transhuman.
1: So they will have computer components put into them and they will be biologically enhanced.
0: So are we talking like Terminator style?
1: Terminator style, maybe. Yep, we don't know what's going to come. You know, just remember, we're just the beginning of all these revolutions in terms of our genetic research. You know, we've only been able to map the genome for the last 20-odd years, but that's already leading to incredible success. Look at the speed with which they're able to develop the vaccines for COVID. Unprecedented to be able to do, do that that quickly. So we're getting huge breakthroughs in medical research Huge breakthroughs in information technology. And so we're going through what he calls the fourth industrial revolution, which will also, of course, include artificial intelligence. Already, you may interact with a company, for example, or a government department, and you don't know whether you're dealing with a human being or whether you're dealing with artificial intelligence.
0: It's funny you say that. I had one of those calls the other day and they sound, the technology these days must be extraordinary because I thought I was talking to a human. (laughs) And then obviously after I asked a couple of questions, and also online, by the way, when those little squares pop up on your website, because a lot of the conversation they have is phrased in a way that a a human would have written it. Yeah. And then you you poke a few times and come in from different angles and you realise. Yeah.
1: So this is the revolution that's underway, and it's actually going faster than some of us have been predicting. There's a great movie going around on YouTube at the moment called AlphaGo. So um, what is it now, 30 years ago, since the best chess player in the world was the IBM Deep Blue, then Google decided to have a go at creating a champion computer for the game of Go, uh, which is a very sophisticated Asian game. There are more potential movements in Go than there are atoms in the universe. So it's an incredibly sophisticated game. But the best player in the world now is a computer, AlphaGo, developed by Google. So this is all the fourth industrial revolution stuff. It's really big stuff, which is why I like to keep coming back to it from time to time, just to alert our listeners to what's happening. And, of course, the World Economic Forum is also focusing on this, this talk of the fourth Industrial Revolution. So, what we're getting then is this theme of the Great Reset, um, and the way in which it is leading to so many changes. I was talking to a banker a couple of days ago, and she said that thanks to COVID, they've been able to drive through six years of reforms in six months in the banking sector, in terms of shedding staff, changing work practices, etc. So, this is what Klaus Schwab would say: is the Great Reset. For good or ill, we've got to pay attention to what's going on, such as the shedding of labour. Some jobs that have disappeared in this COVID are not going to return. They've gone for good now. So this is what he talks about as the the Great Reset. So then in July of last year, he actually published the book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. I don't think it's any great, myself, I don't think it's a great conspiracy theory. I think what he's doing is simply, as others have said, that it's simply a coronavirus-themed rebranding of all things Davos, which they do anyway. <laughs> it's just that they've got an overlay of COVID. So they've found a new, a new coat peg on which to hang their old ideas.
0: And that's what I was about to say. Why is it considered a conspiracy theory? Why does it fit into that category necessarily?
1: Oh, because the people who loathe the World Economic Forum or are suspicious about it see it as this a meeting place for the people who truly run the world. In other words, politicians are a waste of time. Um, the real power is held somewhere else. I also subscribe to some of that. The people The people who run a country don't stand for election. Uh, the real power is held elsewhere in the financial markets, etc., intelligence agencies, etc. So in a sense, I have some sympathy for those who express concern about the World Economic Forum. The forum itself, I think, does good work. Um, I enjoy getting their newsletters and It was set up, as I say, by Klaus Schwab half a century ago, just to bridge the gap between the world of economics and finance and and the world of, you know, real world business and management. So I I think it has been worthwhile. But unfortunately, Klaus Schwab is on the conspiracy theory hit list because people are just very scared about what he's actually about.
0: You're listening to Global Truths with Dr. Keith Suda. We're talking today about the very latest conspiracy theory that is making the rounds globally, and it is to do with the Economic Forum, the World Economic Forum, and and also sort of a new era of robot technology being upon us. This this stuff is actually really scary to people, because when we're watching movies, I'm I'm not trying to trivialise what you're saying, but in terms of... And we all grew up watching uh, The Terminator and things. So that artificial intelligence stuff is actually quite confronting.
1: Absolutely. And I've got to say that Hollywood is really on top of this. So I'm always happy to recommend certain Hollywood movies. There was another one, I always get confused between being either she or her, um, which was set in the future. By the way, the, the distant scenes of futuristic cities are all shot in China. There is nowhere in the United States where they can create that landscape view of modern buildings. All the American buildings are so run down. <laughs> so, so this was a Hollywood movie about a society a few years in the future. It was actually a comment on, put on Moore's Law, which is the doubling power of computers. So every 18 months or two years, the, the power of a computer doubles and halves in price. So this is Moore's Law. So this movie, without, unfortunately, talking about Moore's Law, it would have provided a great teaching moment. But anyway, it's about a fellow who lives in a society where people don't talk to each other. They go around with a little handheld device, which is basically a highly sophisticated uh, mobile phone. And the voice on it is that of a well-known well-known actor. Unfortunately, I've forgotten her name. I wasn't expecting to cover this, and Hollywood movies are not my forte. Anyway, they end up making love, and it's all captured on the movie. But you don't actually see her, but it's all done in their mind and whatever. It's incredible Hollywood. It's a cult movie already. But what is interesting, because of Moore's Law and the doubling power of computers, she not only is conducting an affair with him, but she's also having an affair with 300 other people in his address book. Simultaneously, and that, of course, is is what Moore's law is all about. This sort of increasing power. So it's a. It's, so I completely endorse what you're saying about the power of Hollywood mm. to get us to think outside the square and to make us forewarned. Now, getting back to the Great Reset, there's no evidence that the coronavirus was brought into the world on purpose, right? So, um, and a lot of the great conspiracy theory revolves around this being a super plot to um, wipe out people, particularly to get rid of the the poor and to make the rich richer. Now, um, coincidentally, the rich are richer. Jeff Bezos of Amazon is richer today than he was a year ago. Mm -hmm. Bill Gates is richer today than he would have been a year ago. So I'm not saying this is um, a conspiracy theory, but I am saying that those who get suspicious have a bit of truth, which is always a problem with conspiracy theories. Because there's always usually a little kernel of truth inside the conspiracy theory on which you can then build, and you build this elaborate palace of speculation. But there is always a grain of truth. Now, for people who say the coronavirus is designed to make the rich richer, quite right, they are. One report here is the 1,000 richest people on the planet recouped their COVID-19 losses within nine months. So they were back to normal before the end of last year, 2020. But it doesn't mean that the COVID epidemic or plandemic was actually planned. But it, it, it's, um, but it does feed into the insecurity that people feel. And, of course, there are real concerns about authoritarianism and totalitarianism, which has to be taken seriously. So the way in which we now you know, have to monitor when we go into New South Wales buildings that we've arrived, etc., and the government then can find out where we are. Now, of course, they're doing it all for our own benefit because, after all, contact tracing is very important to eradicating the coronavirus. But we are sliding more and more towards the Chinese police state. So in summary, I'd have to say the Great Reset conspiracy really has no real basis, except that you've got people like Klaus Schwab who want to revive some of their old ideas, like the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and gave it this overlay of um, the reset, great reset,
0: because of of COVID. And but don't you think it's also valuable, Keith, just to be to think about things from a pre-warning perspective? So you've got it in your mind, or when mm. you've already thought about how you need to address that, or how the globe needs to respond to that, should it ever happen? Do you think that that just from that perspective? I think it's quite help, helpful. I, th- I think
1: it is helpful, not the conspiracy theory, no. but certainly to have Klaus Schwab draw our attention to The fourth industrial revolution is going to transform our lives, even more so, you know, young children uh, who are coming into this world, they will go into a completely different world from the one that we're in at the moment. Um, so it's, it's a very useful book, The uh, Great Reset. I don't support the idea of the conspiracy theory, but it nonetheless, um, The Great Reset, focusing on the fourth industrial revolution, the way that we need to change our economic uh, philosophy, the need for us to build sustainable development thinking into all that we do, pay attention to the environment, etc. They're all good principles. And but I I don't agree with the conspiracy.
0: Right. So we'll, and so in this space, Keith. Bottom line, we will keep you updated if there's any truth to the conspiracy theory or if there's any developments on any front.
1: Absolutely.
0: Listener.